live from Slippery's Bar. It's a special edition of the Mac and Mike Show. I'm Mike Ron with my co-host John McGinnis, producer Brian Ham, absent again. He's at a birthday party, but you know what I'm gonna say, John. Two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. We're having a meatloaf died this past week. God, as we record, God knows what time it'll be when Ham finally gets it up, but. Uh, this is a special a special meatloaf edition. R.I.P. What do you know? When's the first time? You so heard you got to meatloaf? lead off this podcast with a um, a meatloaf pun. I tried last week with a Dave Matthews pun. It went right over your head. Oh, I wouldn't have okay. any idea. Okay. All right, <laughs> that's no fine. Idea. That's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. We were talking about uh, how great meatloaf was as a performer. I think. And how, what an amazing uh, actor he was, I think. We were talking about that, and then we decided well, he, he to put, throw this moments. together. He yeah. had his moments, for sure. I want to ask you, Meatloaf, as a singer, is he a huge success or a massive disappointment? See, I would have to know a little bit more about Meatloaf to, to be able to um, uh, make, a, make a judgment on that. But just, like, I would say massive success. Like, who is this dude... Like meatloaf, <laughs> freaking meatloaf, meatloaf, and you, I mean meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf, and he's like, like I was just looking on the World Wide Web here, yeah. like he's got so many songs. I know every single one of them. I've never played meatloaf in my life, <laughs> never have put on meatloaf in my life. Never said uh, whoever you are, play meatloaf. I've never ever met a person who said meatloaf is my favorite singer. <laughs> Bow no. to hell sold 43 no. million copies, still sells 200,000 every year. Anytime a meatloaf song comes on, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. Everyone's singing. Yeah, inhibitions are down and people are just like, fuck it, it's meatloaf. It's if meatloaf can do it, so can I. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, so the name, I guess the name when he was born, he was he was really he was really red in his dad so he looks like nine pounds of ground chuck and then later on in high school he like his football coach i don't know referred to him as meatloaf or something <laughs> it sounds like an after school special at, man at meatloaf what, get over here give me 10 push-ups <laughs> at, at what point he decided yeah i'm going to change my name to meatloaf but he didn't legally change his name. I appreciate that. Fucking, just fucking embrace it, man. Embrace it. Embrace it, I guess. My friend Kent told me stories a few years ago. He was reading something, I think, in the New York Times, and they referred to him as Mr. Loaf. Mr. Loaf. Well, I mean, it's his last name, so yeah. he's Mr. Loaf. Mr. Loaf. All right. All right. Sounds like a guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High. <laughs> Mr. Loaf, you dick. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of Mr. Hand, Mr. Oh, Loaf. Oh, yeah. So man. we got off track. Sorry. What was your question? What was your question? What was your question? So I want to know the first time you heard a meatloaf. Dude, the, okay, so I do remember the first time I ever heard a meatloaf. I mean, I'm sure I'd heard his songs before, but I must have been 12-ish at my aunt's wedding and, and you know, uh, Flint, Michigan, or Flint, or Ann Arbor, or okay. you know Fenton. I don't know. And we're out there on the dance floor, and I'm awkward, and and it's me and my sister and brother, and all my other cousins were super super young, so they're just little babies running around. And then his song came on, and I remember my uncle looking across the dance floor and like shouting meatloaf, 
and like my mom and dad were up dancing like just a, a memory i wish i could get out of my head completely but that's when i heard me laugh and i was like do you know the song what song it was? it was either i mean what are some of the big ones i'm i i paradise I mean, by the yeah paradise by the wedding down. song oh uh, the one where they the, the women sing and the, yeah, and the guy sing but he's got, he's got well no there's another one that there's um you took uh, the words right out of my mouth but probably not at a wedding. It was probably dashboard lights, probably right? Dashboard like, light, yeah. And I was just like, who? Like, someone named themselves Meatloaf. Like, yeah. so that was it. And then that basically ends my Meatloaf. <laughs> Listen, that's all you got. That's really all I got. Okay. Other than I know every goddamn one of his songs, and anytime he comes up, anytime you hear it, and anytime you see a video, especially the videos are awesome, man. Yeah. And and then like School of Rock came out with Jack Black and. Like I didn't know it at the time, but Jack Brack Black was channeling Joe Satriani and and Meatloaf. No, I no, said that right now it. on this on this podcast. And I'm so the first. It is then. Yeah, because every all my ideas and connections are original. They don't come from anywhere else, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why that's why you're on here. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah you're exactly. Just fresh. Keep it fresh and new. But you well, you you have some history with Meatloaf. Well, I have right? a bit of history. I think you'd maybe be surprised that you say, oh, I know every there, he's He's had several albums, and most of them were flops. Yeah, my sister, I remember my sister getting, for Christmas one year, she got a little tape deck, and then she got she got three tapes with it, and one was Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf. And the other, you know, a little difference of opinion. I thought she got Endless Summer by the Beach Boys and a Sean Cassidy tape. She says it was a Sticks album and... Cassettes, though. No cassettes. LPs? No cassettes. LPs in the wrong household? After. Oh, yeah. We had those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember the first one. Because yeah, I figured Canada just skipped like a whole generation uh, of technology just went right well, to cassette. we lead the way. Yeah. And then... <laughs> we were probably listening to cassettes while you were still had the vinyl going. Well, we had eight tracks going, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. The first record that I really remember my sister and I listening to as kids was uh, Breakfast in America by Supertramp. But then after that, it would be Bad Out of Hell okay. by Meatloaf. Yeah. And, but again, like, I don't remember, like, friends in elementary school, you know, we talked no, about No, one had a Meatloaf no t-shirt, no. rock concert shirt no. on, the, the three-quarter sleeves no. we always bring up, right? Right. No one had that. No, no one, one was like, it. dude, Meatloaf, yeah. awesome. Even elementary school dances, did they play Meatloaf songs? I don't remember that. I never went to an elementary school dance. Really? No, I was depressed. Or middle school, I mean. Like middle ah, middle school. school. Ah, middle school, okay. I was going to say, man, you guys in yeah, Canada, no. man, man, you guys I went are to, like, progressive a K- up K- there, K-8 man. I school, so I was like, oh, kind of weird. You're dating the eighth grader that had failed a few times and you were in kindergarten, right? But then grade, grade six, seven, eight, you can go to the dance. Yeah, okay. So I guess that's technically middle school, okay, although yeah, we weren't yeah. separated. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So we, now you know way too much about, <laughs> about Cal and Central we, we, we've, we've talked about we the middle have, school dances before, I believe. We definitely yeah, have yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin podcast, yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. You know, and then he kind of disappeared. For, he, had that, uh, he had that song with Cher. Like, oh, I maybe, love Cher. Oh. I love Cher. Really? Cher? Did you say Cher or Cher? I said Cher. Okay. I'm slurred. Okay. My buddy, my, I'm slurred. My, my buddy Chad went to a share concert, like fairly recently, just pre-COVID. Really? Yeah. And he tells me, I said, "What are you telling me that shit for? I'm gonna tease you the rest of the night, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever the fuck." Okay. Terrible. Anyway, so that was kind. Of, I think that I remember that being kind of a hit. And okay. maybe like so, Battle of Hell was '78. Maybe the share one was. I don't know. I'm guessing '83, '82. Yeah. I don't know. But then he kind of disappeared until um, until '93. Battle of Hell Two. I'd do anything for love. Anyways, but my sister Debbie and my cousin Lori went to 
that concert at Maple Leaf Gardens for okay. that tour. I looked it up. Did they like it? Loved it. Loved it. My yeah. sister said like he was still because he's had vocal issues okay. a lot, but she he she said he was he was on. He was hitting all the high notes. And yeah, yeah. Good, okay. good. Was he is he well renowned as a an amazing singer? Is that his thing? Is that is this why? I mean, that's his thing. I mean, does he play an instrument? I don't no, think so. no. But like, and he doesn't write his own music. I'm sure, no, right? Like some Jim Steinman, okay, I think, writes yeah. the songs. Or and so songs. it must be his voice that just is that amazing, it's, right? Because I mean, on stage he's interesting because it's. Interesting, I guess. I don't know. It's not like an amazing stage performer, but he's like, well, uh, he's, yeah, but he's, he's just he's a, belting out the tune, so it's exciting, right? right? His songs have quite the story quality yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of he kind of builds those songs to a crescendo. He seems right. to be able to do that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I mean, the the lyrics. So that was a polite way you just said, "No, John, you're wrong. He is a good stage performer." I like that. You're very <laughs> diplomatic, very Canadian of no, you. No, well done. Yeah, no, you just have to apologize to me, and we're good. <laughs> But my sister, he only played 14 songs. I looked it up. He played 14 songs at that Maple Leaf Garden show. That's not that's not a lot, but but you know some of his songs drag out. Yeah. And yeah, I think just the the stage, the stuff he does on stage, and you know, it's almost you know he I mean, he did some theater as a kid, so I think you can sort of see that background yeah, of yeah. it. And he seems to always have he's always duetting with a woman, right? It mm -hmm. Seems like on his big songs yeah. anyway. And. Uh, so that, I mean, I guess you get, that part comes through, and he, they can play off each other, and it's almost like, you know, yeah. Like magic, like it's, magic. It's, it's, it's magic. It's really magic. <laughs> but you've never seen him then. You've never seen Never Love seen him. Never yeah. seen a Meatloaf cover band? <laughs> no, well, not a Meatloaf cover, I, uh, sorry, a Meatloaf impersonator. Mm -hmm. I saw one of the greatest Meatloaf impersonators I think is probably out there. Okay. It, was a, it was a lip sync contest in a small, <laughs> small desert <laughs> enclave. And uh, this uh, guy got up there and just nailed it, man. That was you can name him? Well, I mean, you know, we call him Big John. Big John. Yeah. Just yeah. nailed it. One of the greatest lip sync performances of all time. Okay. I, think he, I, think, I think he came in second. Okay. I think he came in second. Now, I remember... Uh, like, the host came in first. Okay, that happened... Happens. That happened also, two years got, in a row. Yeah. You got job the year I was there. You got yeah. second. But. And so. then later in 2017, my sister and cousin again went to... Uh, uh, play in Toronto, like a Broadway play in Toronto, a bat out of hell. Okay. And uh, again, just they said it was sort of the soundtrack of their childhood and they Yeah they man. loved the yeah. the loaf. Yeah man, love the loaf. Are they now are they called loaf heads or, or meat heads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that, was, oh, yeah. that was too easy. That was too easy. Sorry. And you know, he, he kinda had that with with the girls and especially, you know, in some of the it's like a beauty and the beast thing, right? Yeah. He's, is he's just a uh, yeah he's not yeah, super he's not, attractive he's not and a good you know guy. no you know I guess the voice and uh, I mean I don't even know I never never should have looked up his net worth if he's still selling two hundred thousand albums annually oh, yeah if he uh, signed a good contract at some holding point. back a meatloaf joke right now just <laughs> holding that back sure buys you a whole lot of meatloaf I you couldn't fucking yeah help it. Sorry, yeah, yeah sorry. But you know never saw him never knew anyone that loved no. meatloaf no, no. although we all like him. Somehow, well, we don't love Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tap your foot and you get into lip sync mode as soon as one of the songs come on. Everybody knows the lyrics and everyone wants to, to be the rock star. And if you see Meatloaf, you're like, if he can fucking do it, why can't I, yeah. at 2 a.m. in this crusty, dodgy little bar, wherever I am, why can't I be the fucking why can't star? I be? At least for the next three and a half minutes. And Buddy Holly gave John Lennon the confidence that he could be a rock star. Really? Yeah, with the with the Coke bottle glasses and. Oh, uh, you know, really? Like, yeah. 
Oh, I see you. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, 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 like yeah, true. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. So Meatloaf gives us all hope. Yeah. And his his acting, he was, he was you know he had some great iconic acting roles. Anything. You've mentioned these. You've mentioned a couple yeah. scenes that I, the Fight Club scene, especially where you were mentioning the situation with Meatloaf and the uh, protagonist the man, the there. Yeah. Moves, yeah. And uh, yeah. And it, it, up to that point, I was like, I'm gonna go watch Fight Club again. So I'm curious. I don't need to see that. But I'm, I need to. I think I might YouTube it. I might YouTube it. Yeah, check scene. it out. I had no idea he was in so many movies. Yeah. So many cameos. Right? Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's famous for. Okay. Um, is that what made him then, or is he? Well, he that was before Bad Out of Hell. That was okay. like '75, I think. So is that kind of a stepping stone into, I think so. into what he did? Yeah, okay. I think yeah. so. And then you know, you claim you haven't seen the Spice Girls movie. I'm not sure about that, but when dude, I thing, love me some LB, man. <laughs> yeah, oh right? my god. There you go. Oh. Okay, Wasn't a big Spice Girl or Sporty Spice. They weren't. They didn't do it for me, but Mel B. Mel B. I hope I'm. I hope I'm pronouncing her or saying her name right. Was it Mel B? Right. Yes. We got, a, we got a confirmation. Yeah, we got a confirmation here in studio. That's good. Yeah. All right, yeah, he did play the uh, their tour bus driver, and when the girls asked him to unclog the toilet, he said, I love you girls, but I won't do that. Nice. He's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger man. They can just throw in the one line, you know? The one line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wayne's funny. World. He's in yeah. Wayne's World. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot. Really? Yep. I should know that. I mean, I remember Rain, you gotta Wayne's watch, World. You got to have a marathon. You got to rewatch Wayne's World, Fight Club, and rewatch the Spice Girl movie. You know, I know <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, have you ever have you ever karaoke a Meatloaf song? No, I only do one song when I karaoke. It's my way. Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. Really? My way. Old Blue Eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, have a that. funny story about the uh, the uh, that song. So I was in Japan on a business trip before my teaching career and the Japanese guys that were subcontracted by my company took us out on the night, out, out in the town in, I think it was in Tokyo, Yokohama, I can't remember, what, we, were, we were in some, some city. Anyway, they take <laughs> us out to... Uh, to karaoke, so we're sitting in this booth. And Is that it's a thing in Japan? Dude, we Japan. sat in a booth, and you just you pick up the phone, you call, and they kept bringing up bottles of Jack Daniels and, and everything, and so we're drinking. Bottles of Jack yeah, Daniels. Yeah, it was me and the guy was like my immediate like supervisor, and then like all like their their like young guys from the from the company or whatever. We went out and uh, the karaoke it was a karaoke room, right? And you just pick the song, and the 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 microphone went around. It came to me. I did my way. And I just take the piss out of it, right? Like, but these guys are singing for real. Like, they're like serious. Are they all real. good? I mean, I don't, they're better than me. But like, I practice like, it. Well, I, I, at night, oh, drinking Jack Daniels in a, night, in a booth, yeah. you know. And uh, I guess I don't know. So I, I sing my way, and I Is just the take the piss. Song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but you know, just off pitch on purpose. Da, da, da. The the microphone comes back around. And then, literally, the two guys sitting next to me, they passed the microphone past me and <laughs> give it to the guy next to me. That's that, it. And that was it, man. I was done. I was, I was, I was shunned. I was an embarrassment, man. Yeah. As, as well, I should have been. That's like, taking it's it more like seriously. Robbie Barnes tapping you on the shoulder, right? Yeah. Before yeah. you go on stage for the Christmas concert. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, you're a terrible singer, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. All right, well, then. What this we got? is an exciting, exciting time here at the Mac and Mike. Yeah. We have our first ever special guest on. Special guest. Special guest. It's funny because we we don't get many requests to come on the on the podcast. 
but here we are. We got one. We got one. Well, yeah, we've got a few people that say they want to come on. For oh, when, when you talk about certain bands, I gotta come on. You know, I yeah. love that band. Yeah, yeah. All know, right, of course. Really, how much do they know? We're the yeah. experts here. <laughs> <laughs> but we have my lovely wife Nikki in studio. Nikki, you're on. Nikki, wow. how you doing? You have a meatloaf story to share with the I audience. I do, I do. So, uh, lifetime listener, first time guest. Very, very excited to be on here. Bullshit! You haven't heard all of it. <laughs> um, I'm very honored. So, my meatloaf story is. So I had this high school sweetheart, Richie Pratt. Oh, dude, might know about Richie Pratt. He has met Richie Pratt, and um, I loved Richie. Like funny, funny guy, not smart at all. Mm. Funny, funny. You kind of like those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still attracted to him. Very, very different. Yeah, so I loved Richie, and and I, you know high school sweetheart. I was kind of nagging him, like we should have a song. We should have a song, you know, because I thought that was important. And Richie was a notorious cheater. Notorious cheater. We were friends before. Probably shouldn't have dated him because I knew he was a cheater. But I dated him. Mm -hmm. And I said, we should have a song. We should have a song. And he said... Why is it so important you have a song? I I think that's a girl thing. I think when you have a song, you feel like a connection with the person. Mm. Right? Like, so it's a girl thing. I, I was nagging him. We need a song. And he goes, I have a song. Two out of three. And I hadn't really, I'd listened to Meatloaf. My mom was a huge fan of Meatloaf, but I just- Oh, <laughs> the first huge fan of Meatloaf you ever heard yeah, about. My mom, yeah, loved Meatloaf. Oh, did she go on like Meatloaf tours No, and no, stuff, no, she or? didn't do that, oh, okay. but she had all his tapes. And I think okay. she was a bigger fan of like Beach Boys and yeah. Ron Denver and yeah. Rolling Stones, but okay. But she it. did love Meatloaf. Okay. okay. And um, so Richie and I broke up and we went to our Did he cheat? He cheated. That motherfucker. He did cheat. That <laughs> piece did of cheat. shit. And yeah, <laughs> and then we went to our local bar, and I was all upset. But our, and the problem was, yeah, Darby O'Gills. The problem was because Richie and I were friends before, name, we had the but... same friend group, mm. right? So we went to Darby's, and I'm upset, and our friend group's torn, and they were like, "You guys should never, David. We told you this." Yeah. And they play two out of three. Someone requests two out of three, and I so I'm heartbroken. And then my girlfriend said, "Nikki, give your head a shake." Listen to the words of this song. If he told you that song before, oh, you didn't you listen knew to the lyrics. I hadn't listened to the lyrics. No. And so now, even though I do love the song, it's heartbreaking. It breaks my heart. Every time you lip sync it, yeah, it breaks my heart. Breaks a little bit. Bit. I, I sing it passionately. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, I've seen you lip sync a few things. Yeah. I don't think you lip sync anything other than passionately. Yeah. Right? She karaoke's. But this. Lip syncs? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, karaoke. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you karaoke. Yeah. Passionately, passionately, everything. So two out of three has. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my... so now it's nice. So I, now I'm gonna look next time you do it. Yeah. There's a little, little, little bit of a little pain, a little pain. bit of anger, That's pain. anger because and pain. Because I feel it because two out of three was. And I think me for Richie and, and you just wanted to sing a little bit. You were gonna on, sing us a. You were gonna you were gonna karaoke a little bit here. You want some background music? Okay, hang on. Yes. Can you just to let you know if you want on to the Mac and Mike show, you have to sing. Regardless, oh, it's of good your rules. Voice, it's good rule. You're the first guest. You make the rules. All right. <clears throat> All right. I need a mic. It's right there. Oh. can talk But that ain't us nowhere. I'm not doing the whole song. Though. Oh, just give us the first verse. I 
There's nothing left inside of me. You got the help head tilt going on perfectly. Just like the some of these classic meatloaf songs is some of the great lines probably ever yeah. you know like we heard some there you know mm -hmm. just like and i didn't get that when i was a kid listening to paradise by the dashboard light like, yeah. barely 17 and barely dressed and all that stuff but yeah. man that that's probably what i think the most of when i think of meatloaf is just these lines that are just classic you know what, what what's your when you think of meatloaf you think of i think of my mom and dad dancing. freaking dancing on the dance floor at my aunt's wedding man oh my 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 uncle pointing across the dance floor and going meatloaf <laughs> that's what i remember right. god bless meatloaf r.i.p uh, meatloaf yeah Nice. To Meatloaf. To Meatloaf. Cheers. Thanks, Nigga. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of the Mac and Mike Show. Stay tuned. We're coming coming at you in a couple of weeks with the boss. Now,